0: Two for those about to brawl, the MMA and boxing podcast from Manchester, England. We are your hosts, Den and Chutney. Chutney, how are you doing today, mate?
1: I'm alright, Den. Would you like me to give my usual story about how I often go to the gym and how great I am?
0: How fit you are, yep. All those types of stories that our listeners are just on sensor hooks waiting to hear
1: well i did it to jet today to jay i did it Who's today jay? and uh got changed and had no trainers uh so uh, yeah. i got back in my car in my shorts and my t-shirt and with no shoes on and oh. uh, went home driving not driving that's weird That'd be weird. Yeah.
0: It? was is it a public gym or was would was it have been no
1: just me but still it's feel a bit oh, weird. i would have
0: just done it in my bare feet mate have you gone to the effort of getting there it's cold cold floor see <laughs> so you went home to a warm bed no doubt
1: not bed no it's the middle of the day <laughs> oh
0: that sucks um right so that's what you've been up to just a bit of uh that's, that's my life that's my life. fitness yeah well fair enough um yeah listen up listeners for our next show coming where Chutney can tell you even more about his uh fitness delights should we go straight into uh, the wonderful world of boxing
1: yeah, I don't I don't have time for nonsense today. Let's get straight in.
0: Yeah. Sorry listeners, you can't listen to us drivel on about shit. We're going to get straight to it. Following on from last night where um Javonte Davis defeated got I oh, can't remember the chap's first name, Isaiah Cruz Gonzalez in the lightweight division. There's a bit of a lightweight uh potential dynasty getting built up at the moment with the amount of contenders in the uh in that division. Uh, Javonte Davis went into the the fight as a huge um Huge favourite to win. Uh, no, give me one second, mate. Huge favourite to oh, win. Helping, helping. This, this was um, this was his twenty fifth fight, and I believe it was only the second time he's gone to the scorecards from um, from memory. Um, so although he was um, the touted favourite, he couldn't finish Gonzalez off. He'd actually hurt his his hand. I think he's broke his hand in the fifth round. Um, I really like Davies. He's probably one of my favourite lightweight boxers. Although he's, he is a bit of a, a weapon. What did you make of it? The of the fight? Did you see it, Chutney?
1: Yeah, I I did see it. Uh, I thought he put on uh, a very good performance against someone who no one thought anything of. At the same time, he was super tough, uh, regardless of what injury Javonta Davis may may or may not have had. Uh, Isaac, Isaac Cruz is a very tough fighter. Uh, I fact checked you earlier, then. Yes, uh, second time he's gone to a decision in in twenty six fights. Uh, easily won. I saw Sergio Mora, um, retired boxer and zone analyst, who uh, was saying that Cruz won, but uh, I think he's the only person who really thought that. Uh, At least a couple of rounds in the favour of Javonta Davis, who uh, fought against a very tough fighter with a seemingly injured hand. Um, I I agree what you say. He's he's, uh, definitely one of the best in that division, but he needs to be fighting Bigger names. I know they've talked a lot about. Uh, I think Mayweather himself has said that he doesn't want him fighting anyone who's uh, not under the same umbrella or something like that. Um, yeah. I hope that I hope that doesn't cause any problems really, and they and they're able to get these big fights because there are loads in there. Yeah, Ryan oh, Garcia yeah. came out saying that uh, that uh, he just fought some bum. Uh, I paraphrase, and um, you know, we were off air we were talking about Lopez earlier and uh, of course we got into Cambosos and, and stuff as well and our pal Devin Haney
0: definitely so I think you're right there is a, a worry that they could all just dance around their handbags for a bit and not and let the sort of business of boxing really impact the, the sporting hierarchy of it all because there, there is you know multiple fights that could last you know three four five years of, of fights that if if done correctly could really bring about a golden period at a lightweight division i really like davis i think when i first saw him i thought he was just a power puncher um but i think he's developed over the last three to four years he's quite refined uh when he does fight and he's uh although that you know his nickname is tank and he does fight like that i think he's he, that belies his, his actual technical ability and i'd like to see him in there with any of the the lightweights yeah. really and i'd fancy his chances against a lot of them are you um yeah. are you a, are you a big fan of devon haney then you say our oh boy devon
1: well I, I, sorry I didn't mean it quite like that but I've, I've, I'm just trying to get the image of uh, all of them dancing around their handbags <laughs> out my head yeah. right now it is though oh, <laughs> it's so fucking that's frustrating that's a lovely of phrase it? Uh, yeah. and, uh, um, but it is frustrating uh, you yeah, know they're all very young which uh, means there's plenty of time for them to get somewhere with it uh, but Devin Haney is only 23 I think uh, yeah, and he put on an old. excellent performance uh, in, in uh, uh, on Saturday night uh, beating Diaz Um over 12 rounds and I like watching Devin Hayne he's, he's a good technical fighter uh, nice long straight shots good movement back forward uh, left and right and uh, and I uh, <laughs> back, uh, what, 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 what?
0: <laughs> yeah mate all, all the directions all the directions around in a circle then uh, and, uh, <laughs> he can go back when when he can go forward around the handbags yeah. okay
1: Okay, uh, and I've I mentioned before I teach kids boxing, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm tempted to show them his his performance that night because because um, they're just they throw these wild shots all the time. But uh, when it comes down to it, the, the, the pros, and and he's a pro who's had a lot of amateur fights. Looking now, uh, 138 to eight. Um, he's uh, and in fact fought Ryan Garcia twice uh, in that time. Right. Um. Uh. Not twice, in fact, four times and they uh, won twice each. Um, So, yeah, um, good fight for him. Tough fighter. Um, I think you mentioned off uh, off air before what a tough fight that Jojo
0: Diaz was. Yeah, tough guy. Uh, But to your point, I think he's uh, he's very tough. But Haney's technical prowess uh, came through in the end, straight shots all the way through. Um, we did mention off air that that was the kind of fight that um, Haney sort of has to get under his belt at a certain point in his early career, uh, in his early age anyway, just to, to prove he can...
1: Refining his style, you are saying. Yeah, say.
0: refining his style, um, be able to deal with uh, sort of the wild punches from Diaz and come out of it at the other end without even being rocked and without really turning it into a slugfest. He was quite technical, technical all the way through. Um, yeah, so I was pleased with my purchase of £7 or whatever it is per month on DAZN to watch that fight. Um, yeah, and it, it's really uh, showcasing the lightweight division in the boxing uh, in the boxing sphere at the moment, isn't it, Chutney? So I think you uh, you mentioned it earlier on around uh, Timo Fiuma Lopez's uh, loss the week before last. We obviously haven't touched on that in there. We haven't had a review show since. Did you see that fight last week where he lost his belts?
1: I did, and we've heard all these different excuses, but. Um... George Kambosos is uh, a decent fighter. A real like, deal, uh, man. I, yeah. I, I, I doubt, exactly, and I, I, I doubt many of us have had heard of him earlier. Really cared much about him. Now we have to. He's got a lot of belts.
0: Yeah, I think he's. Well, he's got. Has he got them all now? I think he's got them all, isn't he? I,
1: I think is it all but one. It's all but one. I think it's all but right.
0: one. Right. So he's got four, I think. Um, I don't even know how many they are anymore with these fucking divisions. But he's got four belts. Um, yeah definitely I, I thought he was going in there just to be another name on the list for um, um, for the champion but that wasn't the case at all and to your point there's been a lot of discussion after the fact around heart murmurs heart conditions concerns around uh, Lopez's condition going into the fight but I, I think Cambiosis was great really technical all the way through uh, hurt him a few times he was undoubtedly the winner It went to judges' scorecards, and um, it opens up. I think we mentioned earlier on the show uh, sort of a dynasty period that could happen in the lightweight division now, with the likes of Cambio. So Lomachenko is obviously still there. Garcia, Haney, that we've we've touched on. There's a lot of um, really talented fighters there who could um, uh, really, really.
1: You're just gonna have to learn to say their names now.
0: (laughs) Why can't this be like easy names like Lopez and Garcia? (laughs)
1: oh well, at least they're foreign yeah, yeah. Nice, nice yeah uh haney's got the wbc belt right so he, he has four belts but it's the ring ring belt he's got um and with uh, the, the four belt division they, they as they call it uh the ring the ring magazine belt isn't included in that uh, and of course, Javante Davis has the regular champion of WBA, and combosas has the super champion. It's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Which is obviously just a massive load of shit. It but really anyway. is. Anyway,
0: just and it, I think it stops people getting into the understanding the sport and being on being a, being aware of the rankings and and where people sit in the rankings. I think it's, a, but it's a money racket, isn't it? Um, yeah from um, a lightweight boxer perspective, I think you, you mentioned off air, we we'll just quickly touch on Campbell Hatton. has sort of um, gone back to the drawing board quietly after a, a, his previous win last time was a hotly disputed um, points win. And he was fighting over in Spain this past weekend, uh, got a win under uh, his belt and continues to try and um, refine his skill. Um, is there anything you want to touch on, on Campbell Hatton? You could
1: have missed it if uh, you didn't keep an eye out for it. Um, like you say, he's kept under the radar this time around. Very wise, less of a big intro and, and, and walkout and everything else. Uh, just gets the job done with his first KO in, uh, in his fifth fight. I think. Yeah. Did you say fifth fight? Yeah, he's, uh, he's yeah.
0: you spot on there. First KO in his five fights. I, I don't think the chap has got the the potential to be an ultimate, you know, elite champion. But I think he could make a, a decent run of it and be a. Be a fan's favourite, but I think uh, he needs to build up a record of these journeyman fights, 10, 15 of these, and just trying hard... A, a
1: lot of them, a lot of them. As we talked about before, he's had hes had no amateur career, has he?
0: No, none at all. Um, so they've just been thrown in the deep end, really. Yeah. We want to talk this, this past weekend. Uh, Manchester boxer, unfortunately lost in his rematch versus Anthony Yard in the... Uh, what what weight are these light heavyweights are these boys they are aren't they light, light heavyweights heavy, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthony Yard last it was a, almost a full calendar year ago um lost on points to Lyndon Arthur um in a really performance that sort of didn't showcase any of his talents he was seemed off that night and um he definitely made up for this this past weekend on BT Sport here in the UK he uh he pretty much walked through uh Lyndon Arthur over the space of four to five rounds and um Finished him. I think it was didn't it. mess about, did no, he? Finished him early in the fourth. Um, a lot of power yards. Very good movement.
1: Tight. Ty- yeah, yeah. Ty- Tyson-esque uh, rolling through, uh, getting in there, getting those big punches in. And uh, I, I thought, and uh, one of our pals did as well. Thought it's a bit of an early stoppage, but um, uh, Arthur did not um, did not argue with it.
0: No, I think he was going. Um, to be honest, did you watch any other fights on that card? The Bradley Skeet one, for example.
1: That was a funny one, wasn't it? What do you make
0: of it? Um, So, well, do you want to talk for the listeners exactly what happened? um, And I can give you a view. So
1: I I can't remember what round it was, but uh, there was a knockdown. It was the first knockdown of the fight from the opponent whose name I forget. Um, Skeet goes down to his knee and his opponent hits him twice in the head, to the side of the head, (laughs) both times while he's on the floor. Um, I mean, really bad. And it was blatant. Absolutely blatant. He got a point taken off for it. Skeet said he's okay to carry on. But after he's had a, two blows like that, which which are worse than standing up because you've got less less lateral movement, yep. um, he's uh, he's forced to make a decision whether or not he can carry on. He's a fighter, so he's going to carry on. Um, I'm not saying he, sh- he should lie about it. Uh, I'm just saying he's possibly not in a position to do so uh and I was very uncomfortable with that. Knocked uh, knockdown after knockdown after that and then uh, and then the stoppage win. Didn't
0: look good, did it? Stoppage
1: loss, I should say yeah, for this Bradley off. Skeet. Didn't like it at all. Didn't. I was
0: very unhappy with it. I thought the ref could have done a bit more. Um <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, and, and to that yeah, that's exactly the point I suppose because in the in MMA you'd be you could get I don't know 5 minutes for a a foul shot um but there was no uh, there was no time period there where he could recover really was there? um and and even if he did recover, having a point, I thought even the the punishment was quite lenient as well. Having a point taken off for those two shots, um, yeah, wasn't good. Didn't didn't look good. I think they should try and get that rebooked if they could. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, before there's a couple of interesting fights coming up over this weekend. Before we talk about uh, a look forward, is there any other fights in the rearview mirror you'd like to touch on?
1: No, thanks. Not boxing-wise. Not
0: boxing-wise. This weekend, Conor Ben is putting up his undisputed, oh, me, undefeated record, and it's undisputed, no doubt. Uh, uh, unbeaten record in Liverpool, fighting a, a bit of an aging fighter, but a guy who's definitely been around the block and fought some, some tough opponents, Chris Algieri. Uh, this is a really coming-of-age fight for Conor Ben. Uh, it'll be his 20th fight. I, I'm really impressed with Ben every time I see him. Um, what do you make of... Ben's career up to this point Chutney, are you impressed and do you think he's he's got the ability to take it to the next step
1: I am impressed I feel like he's been coming of age for a long time but I guess he is uh, still only 25 yeah, young. Uh, Chris Algieri I mean he has been around the block hasn't he yeah. uh, he's fought Tommy Coyle Errol Spence Jr Amir Khan Manny Pacquiao uh, I mean there's more names besides but yeah um, uh, and he lost most of those yep. uh and if in fact really they are his his main losses the uh, against against the big boys um so yeah it is a tough fight uh i am impressed with Conor ben he is good to watch um and i
0: expect him to win this fight to be honest i do as well um it's another fight on zone, so um taking advantage of that new subscription katie taylor's obviously is fighting on that that should be a decent fight against a lady called sharipova who's someone that i wasn't aware of but i did a bit of research prior to the fight and she's getting trained by a russian woman who uh, katie taylor lost to in the amateurs and she thinks that's going to be her key to success i'm not particularly convinced and i think over the the 10 rounds um lightweight Katie Taylor will probably get the job done as she usually does. Can you predict a, uh, an upset there, Chutney, or do you think uh, that's foolhardy?
1: I think it's been a nice, easy one for Katie Taylor. It's just getting her out and uh, beefing up the matchroom card. Yeah,
0: you're right. A um, couple of things we'll just touch on in the boxing world. Have you seen uh, that uh, Amir Khan and Kel Brook have signed up for fight in February? And if you've seen it, what's your view?
1: Uh, I have seen it. Uh, yeah, I'll watch that. No harm is there. No. Um th- doesn't really doesn't really do anything for me to be honest, but uh
0: yeah. Does it Fine. it does for me because whilst um Kelbrooks way past his prime, I do think he could still do a job. Khan, I think probably less so. The Bad Blood does it for me every time. So I saw them in the press conference I was quite yeah. interested with that. Um so that's a that's a fight. How oh, how was the Presser? How was the presser? Uh a lot of <laughs> Amekhan's um chat isn't very great and he gets a bit tongue-tied when he gets yeah. angry and stuff so that and, and of course kelbrooks voice makes me giggle at the best of times but he yeah. oh yeah <laughs> um, so that was quite good they went head-to-head in the in the um, sort of the photographs and a bit of argy-bargy but um, yeah there's definitely a lot of blood bad blood between those two Um so it'd be interesting to see speaking of black, bad blood um easy for me to say uh, a fight that was hmm. booked in for December eighteenth, I think, has now been uh, cancelled. Um, what's his name? Logan Paul. You're,
1: you're particularly, got, yeah, you're particularly gutted about this one. Yeah,
0: Logan Paul was due to fight Tommy Fury, and that's a fight I would be quite interested to see. Uh, it's not happening. Fury's pulled out injured, uh, an undisclosed in- injury at the moment. So I'm not too sure what that is, um, but. Uh, Paul has come out on YouTube or fucking TikTok or something or other slagging him off and he's named his opponent who will be fighting on the 18th of December. Do you want me to break that news to you, Chunny? Go on, do it. It is. Drumroll, please. It's going to be a bit of a letdown. Drumroll, please. Heed. I expect to see one coming in the show now. Tyrone Rudley. Tyrone Rudley? Woodley. <laughs> <laughs> It is a letdown. We can him and say Tyron Woodley properly. I know. Um, <laughs> really? He's got the rematch. Yeah, he's got the Well rematch. done, Tyron. So Tyron's... Oh, really happy for him. Uh, and apparently, what's his name? Fury. No, not Fury. What's his fucking name? Logan Paul. Is it Logan or Paul. Jake Paul?
1: Logan, I think. Yeah, look. Uh, it's
0: Jake, I think, actually. I think Logan's the guy who fought Mayweather, I think. But anyway.
1: Um, no, no, Jake. Jake Paul's the one who fought Woodley.
0: Yeah, so it's him. Um, he oh, I'm confused now. So it's Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake, Paul, okay, Jake, go Paul. On. Jake Paul has said yes, that Jake if Paul, Woodley yeah. knocks him out, he will give Woodley an extra 500k. So, um, I'm not sure if Woodley's um, having to uh, put another punishment in his contract. Do you remember, he's got his name tattooed where well, Logan Paul's now. Jake yeah, Paul's name yeah. tattooed, which is a bit sad. Um, yeah, but. It's made them a lot of money, hasn't it? It has, it has. Um, Yeah, so that'll be something to at least have an eye open. And also on that night, we'll talk about it in the upcoming shows, but there's a heavyweight fight that's definitely worth watching. A rematch, another rematch on the 18th of December. Joseph Parker's fighting Derek Chisora. Uh, We'll talk about that nearer the time, but I think that could be quite an interesting fight. Seeing that Parker's been in Morecambe for the past uh, three months or so, training with the Fury brothers. Is that right? Yep. Uh, I'll have to, we'll have to, I'll put it out on our, uh, on our Twitter feed, but there's a, it's quite funny An interesting, a minute long video of the Fury team, Camp Fury, uh, doing a a training exercise to the, um, the song Jolene by Dolly Parton. And they're all on some, (laughs) they're all in some high street in Morecambe. Uh, and they're all in the press up position, uh, barring Tyson. But the rest of them are. And every time she sings Jolene, you've got to do a press up. And I think there's something like thirty-five Jolene's in this in this in this song. And you just put yourself in the press up position whilst there's no Jolene's. And it's quite interesting. You, you can see people walking That's down great. Morecambe High Street like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> so we we'll put that out there. Um, anything else from the boxing world you want to tr- touch on, Shortney? Before we move on to MMA. No, no. Well, let's talk around the UFC event that happened this weekend. Uh, we seem to yeah. we seem to say this a fair bit, but Joseph Aldo. Don't know if he's not Joseph, is he, but <laughs> Joseph Aldo is rolling back the years. I looked at his age, he's still only 35. Every time we come on this show, I'm gonna I feel like I'm saying he's gotta be like pushing forty. But he was only a year <laughs> a year older than his opponent
1: <laughs> You're killing me today. Cheers,
0: mate. He was only a year older than his opponent, Rob Font, and um the guys fought in the Bantamweight division now, isn't it? One three five. Um it went five, four rounds. Aldo was great for most of those five rounds. He dropped Font on numerous occasions. Uh, Font probably had the better gas tank, but um, Aldo won by unanimous decision across all three judges' scorecards. What did you make of the main event, Chutney?
1: I thought it was a pretty good fight. Yeah. Uh, I thought the last two rounds got less exciting, but I thought Aldo just played it safe to get the win, which I have zero problem with. Yeah. I thought it was a really good performance with him. Uh, he had boxing, he had the leg kicks that we love. Uh, he had takedowns, he had jujitsu. Uh, I, I felt like he could uh, he he could have finished Font. Mm. Uh, his coaches told him to. The commentators wanted him to. I wanted him to. But he just lay on top of him and uh, and got the win at the end, which I don't like. I said I don't have a problem with, but he could have finished it. And 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 what, what I will add to that is that everything's a bit up in the air in the bantamweight division. Fierce competition, as I've said before, it's the strongest division, the deepest division in in UFC currently. And if there are any problems with this mess, Mm. with Aljo and PT Yan, who's next to get that title shot? Well, there's Dillashaw waiting in the wings, and now there's Jose Aldo. Yep. And he's he's and I, yeah I I guess I say this carefully cautiously but he's not going to get another title run after this this is the one he needs to do it now and he could have finished him and when those matchmakers if they have to make a choice in a few weeks time or a couple of months time it would have been good if Aldo had, had finished Rob Font
0: yeah I think that's I think that's a fair point uh Rob Font's a tough dude isn't he he got he got dropped a few times. I don't
1: want to take anything else away from it, though. I no. really don't want to take anything away from, from his performance because because it was great. It was really good. And and, and Aldo has been around so long now, um, is yeah. We we know him. We know his personality. He can't even speak English. I
0: know, yeah. <laughs>
1: and, 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 and and the fact that I can be a fan of his and, and and have an idea of what he's like and he doesn't even speak the same language just because he's been around so long. It's crazy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and this is why I, every time I fucking think of him, I always think of him as an old man uh, and he's fucking three years younger than us. Um, on the basis that Aldo uh, lost against Petty Yan, I think he was KO'd, wasn't he? And Petty Jan is probably the, the strong favourite against Aldo. Would you... Um, What would you do if you were a matchmaker? Would you throw Aldo in with Dillashaw to get a number one contender? I think that'd be a a really interesting fight.
1: I I think that's what's on the cards, isn't it? Yeah, I think
0: they're both sort of posturing that way. Uh, I can't argue too much with that. Dillashaw Dillashaw might want a title shot straight away, but I'd like to see him fight Aldo, um, which would be quite interesting. Did you see in the the co-main event of the the evening, uh, quite a a relatively spectacular finish? from uh, Fizev, is it? That's how you pronounce his name, I think, in the lightweight division.
1: Uh, well, I, I won't criticise you on that one because I've heard about a million different pronunciations of his name. Um, but uh, Fizev is my favourite one because it sounds fizzy.
0: He's, um, he's from um, Kazakhstan, isn't he? He it doesn't... Um, oh, I thought it was Russian. Oh, I thought it was Kazakhstan, but um, I don't know... Wh- by his Kazakhstan, appearance, yeah, yeah. by his appearance, I didn't think he was f- from that neck of the woods for some reason. Um, but he's fucking vicious. Kickboxing is incredible.
1: Yeah, super tough. Um, and uh, it, they were kind of like carbon copies of each other: yeah. Riddell and Fazayev, Fazeyev, Faziev. And, yeah. and, Fizyev, Fizyev, Fizyev. and uh, so, but which actually made an enjoyable fight. You know, it, it can uh, you can have that and it and they just cancel each other out but no re- some really good shots I mean they're, they're both pretty messed up by the end of it I think uh, both end up in the hospital as, as with the first fight in fact or, or, the, or the main event um, but that spinning wheel kick that uh, it was interesting because it was Herb Dean yeah. refereeing who's had some criticism recently for uh, very late stoppages and some of them very late uh, this time Brad Riddell was pretty much knocked out on his feet although it was only from one uh, from one kick yeah. um, and then decided to step in I felt like he was trying to make up for previous mistakes and just getting in as soon as he saw something yep. uh, frankly it turned out to be the right call in pretty much everyone's opinion I don't think anyone's argued it uh, but uh, it, was, it was perhaps a dangerous one from
0: from his point of view yeah I think you're right it was a spot on decision because um, the guy was out great finish sir. the guy was out on his feet it Was a, it was a great finish um there's a fight on this card that I'm sure you're going to want to talk around with with Clay Guida but is there anything else on on that main yeah. card you want to talk about before we we touch on the carpenter? Uh,
1: you know, I I thought this was a weekend of main events. I wasn't bothered about the undercard on on the um on the boxing events. Um yeah, uh, we're going to talk about Bellator as well. Wasn't bothered about the undercard on there. I wasn't too bothered. I mean, there were, there are were a few interesting names on, on this, but I wasn't too bothered about the undercard on the UFC, probably more than uh, than the other events. But then watching it, it was a great event. Great main card. I was very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, jamaal Hill uh, knocking out Jimmy Crute. Uh, Jimmy Crute is one tough guy. Got a, a big knockdown early on. Um, and... Uh, looked like it didn't affect him, but it clearly did because the next contact, he was full on knocked out. Um, then yeah, Clay Guida was the one before that.
0: Should we talk around a preview for this weekend's um, upcoming pay per view in America, UFC two six nine? Let's do it. Yes, let's do it. Uh, a card that had did have a, a even bigger star names on there, where I think it dropped out after uh, Jorge Masvidal. Fell out. He was due to fight Leon Edwards, but we still got two title fights on this card. It's the end of year or or Christmas end of year. Spectacular. They always try and put together um, a fight that's been in the books for a while now in the lightweight division. Charles, Charles Oliveira is fighting Dustin Poirier, our boy um, for the lightweight belt. I'm worried that Dustin's going to fall at the final hurdle. I'm just probably a pessimist inside me. Uh, if you look at resume and history you, you're probably right he's going to go into that fight I would imagine he'd be the uh, the favourite I hope he does it and I hope um, it opens up even more opportunities for him next year to decide who he wants to fight and, and finally get paid what he's due which would be um, what which would be great really wouldn't it um, yeah, he's getting um, paid well yeah Amanda Nunes is putting up her bantamweight title for I don't know how many times she's defending it now but on n- numerous occasions uh, I think this might be a bit of a, a tough fight for her, to be honest against Juliana Pena. What do you make of it?
1: Uh, I think Juliana Pena does a great promo. She's got a, a lot of attitude about her. Yeah. But um, you know she's two and two in the last four.
0: Maybe I've been sucked right. in by that attitude that she got. She gets in her, in her promos because I, I I do think she sells it quite well, doesn't she? Her. Uh...
1: She does sell it well. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, you know maybe watch a bit of Embedded to get you back to that after I've brought you down Yeah, uh, so she- you can enjoy it more but uh, then, then you get a bit of a shock when you see you getting beaten in the first round probably the
0: only thing is mate and this is always gonna be in the back of my mind it's got to finish at some point this run for Nunez hasn't it surely it can't go on for much longer um, she's 33 is this, the, this chance? the there's, that- there's
1: only Kayla Harrison who can be. I'd I'll, 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 I'll be up for the uh, Cyborg rematch but n- yeah. n- none of this is on the cards. There's just, there's just oh, no one there for no.
0: No.
1: Or, uh, or, or Valentina.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We spoke about that. I'd, a few be, times, I'd be up
1: for seeing you? that again. Yeah.
0: Um, so I think we both agree that Amanda Nunes will probably win that fight. Um, in the welterweight division, a fight that could, could steal some headlines here in terms of performance. ponzanibio is fighting Jeff Neal, both two, two tough guys. Um, what do you make of that one, mate? I think, th-
1: yeah, I think it'd be a good fight. Um, I'm sorry. Predictions.
0: Huge, uh, I'm not sure
1: it's got a huge impact on that division, but no, uh, I would say Pons, uh, I'd say uh, Jeff Neal is going oh. to have that one. I think he's going to come off his uh, two fight skid and uh, um, and get the win.
0: Fair enough. I think Ponza is going to uh, going to do him there. Um, Ponza Nibio a few years back was having health issues, wasn't he? Wasn't
1: yeah, he? I was listening a, to uh, an extended sorry, break.
0: Go. I was going to say, didn't he have an extended break due to some health issues?
1: Yeah, well, as did uh, his arch nemesis, um, Gunnar Nelson. Um, do you remember the eye-poking fight with him?
0: Yeah. God, that's a fucking long time ago.
1: Well, Gunnar Nelson uh, has not fought in a very long time and has had two different uh, injuries, which is why he's been out so long. Uh, One of them was from the mountain of uh, Game of Thrones fame, who he's been rolling with. And uh, he's ready to come back and he wants Ponzanibia. He wants revenge for that fight. He's fuming, absolutely fuming still.
0: Well, because that fight was, I just checked, 2017. So over four years ago now. Um, Right, fair play. Yeah, I saw he was on Helwani's show, but I haven't managed to listen to it yet. Uh, I might go and check that out. Flyweight division, Kaikara Francis fighting Cody Garbrandt. Um, Cody's going down to the flyweight division. That's going to be quite interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Kaikara Francis... uh, uh, great up and coming fighter from uh, from New Zealand from the city kickboxing uh, gym um, with uh, the likes of Dan Hooker and Israel Desanya. Yep, uh, promises to be a really good fight. That one, I fancy Cara Franz to win that one. Ooh. I think Cody Garbrandt is hugely overrated.
0: Do you think he's? Uh, I thought you could say he's washed up because of his a uh, few knockout losses. No, Do you I, th- actually, I, you
1: I think I, th- I think he's just overrated. Just, just overrated.
0: Couple of good performances. Yeah, he,
1: he he had the measure of he had the measure of uh, Dominic Cruz. But and other TJ. Than that...
0: TJ, he's not TJ out twice, didn't he? Oh, no, sorry, he lost, fight, yeah, he lost to TJ twice. Yeah, lost to TJ twice. Yeah, but he beat. Yeah. Um, he had a knockout, a knockout win recently. A fucking sick knockout when he just um, it was a walk away. Oh, that Almeida was... one.
1: Uh... Asan Sao?
0: Yes. He just yeah. That was that was a great. A great KO.
1: Where where he leant over?
0: Yeah, where he like yeah. squatted a bit and so, then threw so, his right yeah, hand. A, the
1: everyone keeps on going on about that. If you watch his right hand, he leans to the right, he puts his hand on the cage, and I think he actually pushes himself up to get more leverage, and that's where he gets that shot. I think it's it's. Uh, uh, I think it's a foul shot.
0: Wow, I'll yeah. uh, I'll check that back. I never noticed it. If I'm and honest. It's
1: it's another it's, it's another reason why I think he's overrated, and he he's lost what, four of the last five
0: think he's dirty
1: mate uh, well no that, I wouldn't go that far I just I, I just don't think uh, it, it. he's so smug about it afterwards and I think he got leverage from, from putting his fingers in the
0: cage All right well we'll check that out um, and, and I, look forward tattoos. To- <laughs> I look forward to that fight this weekend <sighs> speaking of t- stupid stupid tattoos but people that you probably like a bit more because you bought his t-shirt Sean O'Malley <laughs> <laughs> What are you saying about your boy, Sean? What t-shirt? Anyway. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I can't believe you bought that t-shirt.
1: Why, why is he uh, listed second to
0: Ra- Raulian Piver? Who the fuck is Raulian Piva? <laughs> he's actually got, because I checked before, he's got a decent record. I never heard of him, but well, decent as in numbers. He hasn't lost that many.
1: Yeah, so the... Uh, he's
0: been in the UFC for what's a What's he
1: called? Uh, what's he called himself? The unranked champ. Uh, yeah. I can sure know Mally. Uh, I love watching him. I think he's uh, a really fun fighter. He puts <laughs> on great fights, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he just never fights anyone, though, does he? Like, of, of no... I think... Well,
1: I'm not sure that's his fault.
0: Ne- well, no, and he's, but he's, yeah, being, he's, he's being... Well, he's 27 after. now, actually. 27? Yeah, he's being looked after, isn't he?
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe.
0: He's not even in the top 15 of that granted killer bantamweight division, but he's not anywhere near that. Um, but but,
1: the, but that is, is that point, though. Um, but uh, not, uh, the prelims look good. Yeah. Dominic Cruz, Pedro Munoz. Uh, um, Josh Emmett, Dan Ige. That's a great fight. Taito Vass is on Taito Vass is there. Taito Ivasi's
0: fighting. Lovely. That Sakai guy might use a fucking beast. So um, Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, be decent card. Uh, we'll look forward to it this coming weekend. We'll have a... No, Ryan, a, a...
1: Hall, Ryan Hall's back in the early prelims.
0: Yeah, I'm not a massive fan. We'll... Um, We'll have a preview show, oh, sorry, a review show early next week next week, won't we, Chutney, for our listeners? So, yes, we will. Um, something for everyone to look forward to this coming week. Before we sign yes. off, is there anything else from the world of combat sport you'd like to touch on? Yeah, some,
1: something missed on uh, the Bellator front. Uh, so before the uh, uh, the event at the weekend, they mentioned they're doing a bantamweight tournament, and that's with James Gallagher, Magomed uh, Magomedov, Patchy Patchy Mix. Uh, Leandro Higo uh, Rafian Stotts, Juan Archuleta Kyojo Horiguchi and Sergio Pettis uh, that is good I mean not all not all of them are good but there's four really good fighters in there um, yeah they've got decent decent bantamweights in, uh, in in Bellator
0: and it'll help if it's on the BBC so um, yeah that'll be uh, mm, that true we'll That's get right our right. eyes on it cool. that true that true yo anything else you want to say before you sign off
1: just that you can find us at Ftab News on Twitter you can find me at Chutney News you can find Den at Braemar Soldier that's B-R-A-E-M-A-R Soldier uh, we're on Spotify we're on iTunes we're on all sorts of different podcast apps uh, we are played in and out by secondhand guns Yeah. and we are a very good podcast and you should listen <laughs> to us all the time
0: and thank you to our sound engineer who's had uh, no doubt fun listening to all this shite for the last Thanks, hour and B. a bit cheers mate uh, so the only thing that's left to say listeners, viewers and our sound engineer is producer he's our producer oh is that what he is rather than sound engineer yeah exactly. that sounds bad he's, that doesn't produce it Producer a bit more grand isn't it yeah well, I hope he doesn't yeah, yeah. I hope he's not produced by, by produced yeah. by heed underscore Fletcher or something whatever his handle is
1: <laughs> well I don't know yeah okay <laughs> it's up to him, mate.
0: he might want to put this in his portfolio of, oh he of can work. edit it and he can edit he can <laughs> edit this out if he wants he can do what he edit. wants do what you want heed so the there only thing me. that's left to say heed Listen to us. For those about to brawl, (laughs) we salute you. Rick, Rick.